0: Hi, I'm Lippy.
1: And I'm Grumpy. Together with Lippy and Grumpy do podcasting.
0: In this episode, Eggs in the fridge, 10-year-old Worcestershire sauce, Dalek Cartoons and the Astro turfed House. Now Lippy. Hello, hello.
1: We had a bit of a problem last week. We did we? Yes we did. Unbeknown to you, which oh. is why you sound surprised. Oh, no. So We did what we normally do. So we record the main part of the podcast. Yes. Then I attempt to write a humorous introduction. Mm. And then we have between one and three goes at you recording it. Yeah. And then I edit it to the music at the beginning of the podcast. Yes. So anyway, so I got to the point of doing that. And it went in this episode. Lippy admits to being wrong. And it stopped. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. So somehow you broke Squadcast.
0: Or muted it, maybe, but without realising.
1: Well, there must be some sort of lippy filter in there. Where it goes, <laughs> whoa, no, she is not not that. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to do it, and I wasn't very good at it. How many
0: times did it take you? Because I've got it down to one or two now. I'm, I'm not too bad.
1: Enough. Well, it took me two goes, because mm. the first time I did it, it cut it off.
0: Oh, and so And then the again. second
1: time... Yeah, well, the second time I left it for 20 seconds after I finished speaking before I stopped it. Okay. And that was all right. So, apologies for last week's listeners. I'm having lippy's dulcet toes. Yeah, quite. Mm -hmm. Last week we had a message from the Screaming Tomato about firing bullets into and maiming rugby spectators. And I, I was thinking about that afterwards and I was wondering how on earth they measured the trajectory. Mm. i think you oh, know, well, maybe it went into seat. So the, the bullet went through the body into the seat. So I put that down on the, the notes for this week. And then I had a message from Screaming Tomato. And typically he had managed to find some excerpts <laughs> in Google Books, a book which has got the subtitle Scams of the Underworld. And it's four bits that are, it doesn't quite read properly. So picking between the bits is that obviously the, the chap that was shot survived. He was obviously a bit shocked and in quite a bit of pain. Yeah. But he did he did survive. That's good. And then he went back to the stadium once he had recovered and sat in the position that he was when he was shot.
0: Oh, so the policemen could see exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. And they could work out where, presumably, there was an entrance and an exit point. Mm. So they were able to take some measurements. And he went to the South African police's ballistics unit. And they used a piece of software and trajectory and stuff like that and knowing the size of the bullet and they worked out roughly where it would come from i'll say roughly the actual area depending on the size of the bullet was either just under half a square kilometer or under 0.1 of a square kilometer which is phenomenally precise and obviously correct because they found where it come from yeah yeah exactly crazy absolutely incredible so yeah so if you're interested in Reading more about that, scams of the underworld, section of a book on South Africa. So very interesting. Thank you, Screaming Tomato. Yeah. That was uh, very well I, found. Yeah. yeah, very well found. I had another thought last week as well. Why don't we have a code name for Chris?
0: We didn't think of one, and then we I started saying Chris, and then there's no point in having one after that. We should give him one though.
1: I think we need one.
0: Can you think of a good one? Or had you a, thought good of one? a good
1: one. No, no, I haven't. No, I see this is your domain. I'll
0: we'll have to have a little think about that. We can't be rude now.
1: We can't be rude, but was mm-hmm. well, none of our names are rude.
0: True.
1: So may, maybe we'll see what happens with the moving on Friday. Yes. Which we'll come on to.
0: Yeah.
1: In due course.
0: I believe his mum listens to the podcast, so hopefully she can give us a.
1: Oh, that's a she good one. Give us a
0: good nickname yeah. for
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you'd oh, I'm love liking that. that. <laughs> Yes, if you'd like to get in contact, then uh, <laughs> yes, we will baptise him for a second time, but yeah. allegedly. Now, we had quite a bit of feedback about eggs in fridges, mm. or not in fridges, Yeah. and seems to have split opinion pretty yeah. much 50-50, has to be said. So the general consensus, though, according to Tinternet, is to store eggs in the fridge, but not in the egg racks commonly found in the fridge door, which we have little things we're putting eggs in. Egg racks are susceptible to changes in temperature due to the fridge door opening and closing and can make your eggs go rotten quickly. And as you you quite rightly pointed out, our eggs don't last long enough in this household to (laughs) to go rotten, so it's not a problem for us. So you could have them in the
0: egg rack in the fridge, just
1: not in the fridge door. Yes, but presumably you could leave them in the cardboard yeah mm. all cardboard now, they? Um, just push them on the shelf which seems like the best thing but it does seem you do need to keep them in the fridge
0: oh well I will start putting my eggs in the fridge then
1: well obviously nothing's happened from not putting in in the fridge so
0: I'm still alive and well so far but I am quite indeed? fussy about things like food things normally yes but things that have out a day even by a day I, I won't eat it
1: oh it's interesting you should say that because do you remember a Few months ago, we had an interesting story from let's call him the Bristol Cat Undertaker, <laughs> who had buried the same cat twice.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: and he'd heard us talking about our stomach last week. Mm. Mentioned about Worcestershire sauce and does it go bad? And apparently, it would last up to ten years unopened.
0: Crazy. And
1: once it's opened. Two to four years.
0: That's still impressive.
1: And I found a doesitgobad. dot com website, which is Ooh. full of useful information about things like this.
0: I might need that link because I'll be using that.
1: It will be on our web page on Friday.
0: I'll be using that then. Although we use HelloFresh, so with the amount of food that we have in our cupboards, that I wouldn't know how long it lasted is minimal. You yes. think like pasta that lasts forever.
1: It doesn't last forever, but it does last quite a long while. And I think things in a tin last pretty much forever. Yes. If the tin's not broken. Mm. Yes, we'll come come back to that. Interestingly, though, the Dorkin Cat Killer is down in your neck of the woods, Bristol. Cat Undertaker. Maybe there's some sort of Sweeney Todd enterprise going on there.
0: <laughs> one of them kills and the other one buries them.
1: Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. I did do some work for a gentleman who was pet cremationist, if that's the right word, many years ago.
0: I would say that's the right word.
1: Yeah, very nice chap who was very keen on football. We built a fantasy football league website together, which Ooh. was uh, quite interesting.
0: You, you, oh, right, you helped build one, right? Got well, you. I
1: did the technical bit. But, I was going to uh, say, no. I thought you were
0: like, involved in the actual fantasy football team. I was Good like, God,
1: God, no. God, no. no. no, no, no. <laughs> Surely not. I also found a little snippet in private eye week or so ago about Doctor Who so mm. I photograph it and sent it to Davros as I do with anything I come across Doctor Who related and it was a letter to Private Eye and he finished off wi- with I will get out more which is a common sign-off with mm. letters to Private Eye for some reason but I've had to go upstairs so the Daleks can't get me. <laughs> Davros quite rightly pointed out that they've been able to climb stairs for 30 years.
0: Is it that long? It can't be that long, because I remember I watching that long. the episode. I feel like we watched it. I remember you were up in arms because Daleks went up the stairs or they levitated.
1: Yes. You see, the problem with that is one of my favourite cartoons, which was in Punch magazine many years ago, in fact in the 80s, was Three Daleks at the Bottom of the Stairs talking mm. to one another going that messes up our plans to conquer the universe because they can't yeah. go upstairs interestingly i had a short split in hospital a few years ago and a friend of mine sent me that very car completely coincidentally mm. which is stuck on my pinboard and it is one of my favorite jokes and of course the moment they could fly upstairs the joke was gone yeah which was really quite upsetting now lippy yes friday's soon upon us how is the packing going? Oh, interestingly, before you start, yeah. I was speaking to the Bristol Cat Undertaker mm. during the week. And I said oh, I'm off on Friday. He went, yeah, he said, uh, "I know. What do you really know, he said I've been listening. I, said, I I feel like I'm there with you."
0: <laughs> well, if anyone wants to come along and actually help, you're more than welcome.
1: Well, what do you mean? I'm not actually helping.
0: No, no. I mean like saying that they're there with us if they actually want oh, okay. to be yes. there with us and help. Quite,
1: yes. My advice to you is don't. <laughs> Just stay away.
0: I'm, I'm a very organised kind of person and certain things are really starting to stress me out, which I'm trying not to get stressed out about because if we don't move everything out of the house on the Friday, it's not the end of the world. Like, we haven't got people moving in here on the Friday as well, so it's not, there's no clash. Like we, have, we can come back and get some, some smaller bits if we need to, but I don't want to do that, and it's stressing me out.
1: Well, the thing is, in four days' time, we recorded this on Wednesday, you'll mm. be in, it'll be done. Yeah. It'll be a whole load of other stress, Yeah. to be honest. Definitely. But when we moved into this house, I was working in Leicester, so I didn't get back till Thursday night. We moved on the Friday... I got up at the crack of dawn, and and it was November as well, so it was cold, wet, and miserable. Filled the car up with stuff to go to the dump. Got to the dump at 8 o'clock when it was supposed to open. Nobody in sight. (laughs) So he didn't turn up for half an hour. So everything was now half an hour late. But it got moved. And we we ended up with boxes in the middle of the lounge, and we're just chucking stuff in there that we've been using. Yeah. And it all got here, and it all got unpacked. And by 6 o'clock that night... All our stuff's in the house, we're in the house, job done.
0: Yeah. I think I just need to remember that, like, it, to, we haven't got that much stuff. If we, like, Chris tomorrow should be able to do it all by himself, he could have probably done the whole house by himself in one day of, like, just packing. But I think because in my head I'm like, oh, wait, no, we need to use that, so we can't pack that yeah. yet, so that needs to be packed last minute. And there's just a lot of stuff building up that needs to be done last minute, and that's what's getting me. So I'm doing. I'm dismantling the sofa tonight. Well, that's...
1: But well, perhaps a little early, but... Uh,
0: but, yeah. It's just because then we'd dismantle the bed Thursday night. I don't want to leave everything till Thursday night.
1: No, no, I understand that. No, um, I
0: understand and the main thing we need to do is empty the loft, because I am still working tomorrow. So once we finish, once I finish work, it'll be empty the loft and do one final dump run with the stuff from the loft.
1: So how much stuff is up there? God knows,
0: you know. There's a Christmas tree, a Christmas box... Some stools. I think there's a bed up there, but, like, taken apart.
1: Well, yeah. Very difficult to get through a loft hatch ready (laughs) or fully formed.
0: True. But I think that might be it. But then I do also remember being like, oh, we'll just shove that in the loft and then shoving it in
1: the loft. Well, that's right. As long as it's, you know, it's already boxed up, isn't it? So it can come down the down from the loft and straighten yeah. the van if necessary yeah
0: true that is you know, true we've got,
1: we got enough people that you can have somebody going up and down the loft and somebody mm. else filling the van so.
0: yeah we'll be fine
1: you you will be absolutely fine I would advise having a box where you can just throw stuff in and the thing is the stuff that goes in there will be the stuff that you need straight away
0: yeah that's a good point well we've got we've packed overnight bags
1: oh you're staying away as well no <laughs> For
0: the both of us, so that everything that we need yeah. personally is in those bags. But then, yeah, we should have one that we can shove, like, the kettle in. Absolutely. Some cups, the glasses that we've drank out of. That's a good plan. I'm going to, I'll do that.
1: I believe Wife of Grumpy's bringing in all sorts of coffee-baking equipment. Well, don't. Though, so.
0: Every day I get a new phone call. Oh, I'm going to bring my floor steamer and I'll steam the floors before we start putting everything in the house. What? <laughs> She's going to steam the floors before we bring anything in. So I was like, all right, you do that and we'll just take everything upstairs while you're steaming the floor.
1: <laughs> that sounds right. like a very bad idea to me. And I hear there's a one-way system as well. Yeah,
0: that that is an actual thing that will work because we have the side door is right by the bottom of the stairs. So that anything that needs to go upstairs can go in the side door and then everything into the kitchen can just go straight down the hall because it's not very wide. It's not been...
1: really a one-way system, is it?
0: No, it's not. It's I don't know what you would call it, but it's not one way because you don't come out a different end. You
1: well, maybe you should. Way. Maybe you should come out a different end.
0: Everyone come out the garden doors or the window. That seems quite logical at this moment in time.
1: <laughs> or could we chuck stuff up from the ground to the upstairs window?
0: Maybe. We could We could make a little hoist thing. I was, no, I
1: was just thinking of lobbing the boxes. They're not very yeah. heavy. Apart no. from one, I understand. Oh, yeah. Chris Fields.
0: The one box Chris has done so far, <laughs> packed full with, like, PlayStation and the Switch, and I don't actually know what else. I went to pick it up and couldn't physically lift it. I- I'm not that strong, to be fair, but...
1: That's a bit of an understatement.
0: <laughs> but I- I've been able to, like... There's a lot... I've- I can lift a box. I used to carry 40 kilograms up and down three flights of stairs every day. Like, I'm not...
1: When was that, then?
0: A good few years ago. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway, so that box is his, that has his name on it, and when anyone comes to see that box, no one else is allowed to lift it other than him, because he has overpacked that so much.
1: I'm surprised you didn't colour code it with some tape.
0: No, just, I I was in the writing mode by then, so his name got
1: written. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, well, we won't revisit that.
0: No. But we did have an exciting delivery this week. Oh, go on then. My new Hoover.
1: Which isn't actually a Hoover, is it?
0: Yes. Oh, no, it's a shark hoop. It's a vacuum. Sorry, it's a cordless vacuum cleaner. Yes, so exciting. And we used it. We thought we got it out and just make sure it all worked. So we used it. And we'd only moved the floor in here about two days ago. And the dust that it got out of the carpet is actually ridiculous.
1: The thing that interests me most about the vacuum cleaner you've bought Mm. is that it doesn't get caught up with hair. It's got some sort of technology in there I'd be interested to see how well that works
0: from first looks it it the, my hair because I have a lot of long hair that falls out a lot still got wrapped around but it was really easy to get off
1: oh well that's that's a plus yeah
0: so it's so wide you can put scissors down and just cut it and then pull oh, okay. it and it all came out so it really didn't take long to clear, to clear the hair from it.
1: It's a bit of a disappointment, but if it's but easy to get off, it's... We
0: weren't sure if there was a setting that we hadn't turned on or...
1: Did you read the instruction booklet
0: first? I, I wasn't in control of this, actually. I left it down to Chris and I... So that'll be
1: so... a no then. <laughs>
0: I, think he, I think he skim read it. From what I heard, it got put together and turned on very quickly.
1: Yeah, that that's, there was no reading of it off there. No. At
0: but it's a very swanky hoover and it's also pink, which I didn't realise. Oh, nice. But it also folds, so it can be put in a smaller cupboard.
1: Yes, it looked like it sort of articulated.
0: Yeah, it's flexology, so you can get it right uh-huh. down under a sofa.
1: Well, we look forward to seeing that in yes. action. I'm very adult now, that I
0: get excited about a hoover.
1: But. Yes, I was going to say, when did you suddenly grow up? Mm. Well, I look forward to Bacon Butties at 9.30 on Friday.
0: Yes, yeah, Greg's. <laughs> Great Well... <laughs>
1: Yes, I was slightly disappointed they weren't homemade, but... Um,
0: I can get You can have a sausage roll as well if you want one. What, homemade? No, Greg's.
1: Oh. Well, maybe for lunch. Anyway, do you remember some weeks ago, I think we had two or three weeks on the trot where we discussed drilling through the earth to the other side? Yes! <laughs> well, it turns out somebody in our road has made a start on it. <laughs> have they? Yes, they have. So, Friday... Uh, no, Monday right i'm getting ahead of myself now monday the amazon driver bangs on the door and says yeah do you know and i'm stereotyping a delivery driver here you've got a hole in the road outside your house Right. Like, mm. so when i went and had a look and this happened about a year ago so it's mm. where the storm drain is on the other side of the oh,
0: road it's like a bit of a sinkhole
1: yeah and it's been there's been a dip there and there was a very large hole there last year which they allegedly fixed but there's about a three-inch diameter hole mm. that you can put your arm all the way in, although you wouldn't want to because you can smell the drain.
0: Oh, that's not good.
1: No, not good at all. So, I think I might go out there with a phone. One of the things we looked at was an app so you could see where you would come out if you carried on drilling.
0: Yes. Only,
1: only on Android, so I'll go and try that later. Anyway, so I phoned the county council to look after the roads mm. and finally got through to somebody he was not overly concerned. He said, "How deep is it? it is. And I said, "Oh, about three or four foot." And he went, "Did you say feet?" I went, "Yeah, yeah." He went, "Ooh, I thought it was just a pothole." He said, <laughs> no, "Oh no,
0: it's a proper no, hole." I said, no, I said,
1: "No, I said no, it's a big hole. I don't think you repaired it properly last year, and there's going to be some damage to a car because it's 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 spreading mm. as we speak. So good for them—they got somebody out within the hour. And That's good." team turned up and it was a young lad and an old boy and the old boy went oh my god and he was very concerned about the whole road collapsing
0: oh my god so he
1: well yeah so he wanted that shut the whole thing off massive great bits of fencing and diversion signs mm. and all sorts obviously got talked down a little bit so we've got some what i would call children's plastic fencing around <laughs> it because on his work docket it had a hole in the pavement not in the road oh so after all that excitement on Monday, a few days later, nothing has been done about
0: it. So they just fenced it off. Now it's now it's going to fix itself. It's got a fence around it.
1: Well, what it needs is quite a long section dug up and the drain repaired because mm. the drain's definitely broken. You get you get wafts of it every now and then through the house, mm. which is not overly yeah. pleasant. But I think it's it's foul water. It's not not lavatory. Not yeah, the dishwasher water I'd rather say. than yes.
0: Toilet water. Yes. So um, Simon,
1: where the corner popped by, and uh, I suggested he put his hand down and see what was in there. <laughs> I don't think I'll do that. No. <laughs> well, of course, it's not very neighbourly, is it?
0: I dare, dare you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I dare you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember there was a cone in it for quite a long time.
1: Yes, there was. But you'd hear the cars going past at night, the bottom of the cars grounding out on the, mm. on the tarmac. It is a good start towards the other side of the earth.
0: It is. It wouldn't be a bad... Bad place to give
1: it a go. Well, it's a bit inconvenient for other people, though.
0: There's two entrances to the road. it be fine.
1: Well, that's true. It's true. We'd have to get a long way round, though.
0: Yeah, true. You would.
1: Anyway, we talked last week about the Friends reunion. Mm, I yeah. did finally see the Friday night dinner 10-year anniversary special.
0: Yeah, I still haven't seen it. I
1: need to... It's worth seeing. It's very good. I would say it was better than the Friends one mm. in, in many ways. I mean, it was very sad. I mean, it had, obviously, Paul Ritter's last appearance... And he didn't look well at all. No. Uh, but hats off to the guy for still take, doing it. F- well, insisting that he took part, much against yeah. uh, other other actors suggesting that he doesn't. But it it was odd because you saw clips on it, and you go, "I don't remember that bit," and I'm sure we've seen all of it. Mm. So, so now you need to re-watch, rewatch it. Yeah. yeah. But it was great, and going back to eating out-of-date food—of course, that was one of your specialities: eating out of the bin, yes—and having a favourite tin of meat in the shed, <laughs> which they you know, did cover him opening and eating. It was, uh, yeah, it's fine, fine, it's fine.
0: fine. <laughs> yes, lovely it bit like, of squirrel.
1: Lovely bit of squirrel. So they went through all of the um, the catchphrases, mm. which they never intended to be catchphrases. Obviously, the famous one, which we can't repeat because this is a family podcast. Yes. But yes. Very funny. So highly, I highly recommend it it. is is a little bit of a tearjerker. I have to be honest, mm. particularly at the beginning, with terms and Greek speaking. But uh, yeah, it's great, and they obviously thoroughly enjoyed
0: being with each making other, making it. Yeah.
1: And it was all filmed inside a house. I assumed that the inside was set. Oh, but it's just, a real yeah, house. Like, yeah. So it's a house they took over. F- However long they they needed Mm. And they got other shots of uh, Around the dinner table for example So a dinner scene the round the table scene Would take a day to film
0: You can tell that it's good acting And and a good story When they don't actually ever leave the house
1: They do occasionally Occasionally Mm. go to the pub But the
0: majority of of the shows Are just around the dinner table And just casual conversation between them all
1: But they also covered the Obviously if you're sat at a dinner table Pretending to eat for eight hours The trick is not actually to eat anything, or to eat very little, and they have one of the boy's girlfriends there. She was quite a young actress, not experienced this sort of thing, and she's tucking into the potatoes. Oh no! After about an hour, one of them said, "You've got to slow down. You're you're never (laughs) never never going to finish." (laughs) Very, very funny. And the other interesting part of that was the writer Robert Popper, Mm. who. Based the whole thing on his childhood. Had he? Yeah, and Martin was basically his (laughs) His dad, and some of the things, taking his top off. And Mm. he basically said any dad over 50 starts to do some weird things, which is not always the case. No! You
0: definitely uh, have.
1: Name one thing that's odd.
0: You wear pyjamas all the time.
1: Well, I'm not wearing them now.
0: Well, you'll be in them in a minute, I'm sure of it.
1: No, it's too hot. It's past the it's past hot past night pajamas. for pyjamas. Which does leave me with a bit of a quandary in the morning if I get up and start working straight away. Uh, so I have to get dressed now,
0: which is uh, a bit... That's a bit annoying. Nice.
1: Yes, so highly recommended.
0: Very. I will, I will try and catch that.
1: And talking of warm weather, we had a very hot spell last week, mm. and there's a newsreader who I always thought didn't need to be formally dressed beneath the desk wearing shorts and uh, boat shoes yeah good for him absolutely good for him but they they caught him in a very panning introduction where they went from behind the desk round to, to in front of it <laughs> sean lay is his his name so well done sean mm, yeah yes good I on saw you a,
0: a thing where the wimp, what they call those annoying women that do the show
1: together daughters no <laughs>
0: right no the ones that do the show around the table is
1: it it loose women
0: oh god yeah loose women the only one i like is daisy solomon really but they were all saying he shouldn't have done that he should have been dressed properly and like it's not i can't remember all the words they were using but basically just saying it's very inappropriate for him to be wearing shorts i was like if that was a woman she would have had the option to wear a skirt in the heat so why can't he wear shorts if it's hot
1: Yes, your sister starts spitting teeth out whenever she sees that program. Oh. She's got a real uh, real Beano bonnet about mm. that.
0: I'm not a fan. Although I do like Stacey Solomon, and she does have some. She does. Like, she was the one saying, like, why can't he wear shorts? Like, I don't understand how that's affecting his job, like, at all.
1: No. I mean, I've worn shorts to work during the summer for donkey's years. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, if the office is warm, which it often is with lots of computer kits yeah. in it, I'm not going to sit there and.
0: Sweat. Melt. You do your job yeah, better exactly. being the right temperature.
1: Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I just moan more about being too hot. <laughs> and you may thought you've bought Chris's dream house with the AstroTurf back garden.
0: Yeah.
1: But there is one up for sale with four bedroom house covered entirely in AstroTurf. <laughs>
0: i would not enjoy i can't i've not actually walked barefoot on astroturf yet so we'll see that on friday but i can't imagine it's very comfortable to step on
1: no and interestingly i saw during the week somebody had measured the temperature on grass and on astroturf and it is much much hotter it retains mm. the heat much more than the normal grass does so you have to be very careful i mean particularly if you've got animals as well Oh, that's good to if know. you have a, you know, a dog walking on it i mean there's a big thing again at the moment about not walking dogs at lunchtime and the pavements are blisteringly hot the same applies to astroturf
0: that's good to know because i didn't know that
1: no it hadn't crossed my mind until then but i have got a uh one of these thermometers that you point and press so uh, i might i might bring that over on friday give that a go Yes. But they seem to, they've covered the conservatory floor. The bathroom, ensuite suite bathroom is a grass. It's just everywhere you could imagine they've put it. Crazy. Which I do find very bizarre. I don't know how well that would uh, clean up.
0: I think you can hoover it, because we've had conversations about not having to mow our lawn, yeah. but we will need to hoover the lawn.
1: Yeah. Yep, any flat surface, they've uh, put AstroTurf down. That's going to be a very narrow market, which is basically Chris. Yeah. <laughs> That's it.
0: Yes. How much was it on for? Because to re-carpet the whole house it will wouldn't be
1: cheap. It's St Austell in Cornwall and it's £300,000.
0: So that house around here would probably be more like five. So that's not a cheap house to have AstroTurf all over it.
1: Well, it's not going to be cheap to re-carpet, as you say.
0: I'm sure there'll be someone, won't there? There'll be one person at that. that some golfer would love that. Trim a it down. A golfer? Can the golfers play on uh, AstroTurf? No.
1: Oh, I don't know. That, that might not be him. the right right thing might for them. Might be a bit And anyway, they shouldn't long. be swinging indoors.
0: That applies to multiple scenarios.
1: <laughs> Absolutely right. <laughs> Talking of which, a friend of mine had a heart attack, which was quite serious, a few years back, and survived, and he's fit and healthy now. And about a week after he came out of the hospital, we popped pop around to see him, and he was sat there, and uh, his wife was there, and um, said, so, no, do, do you know what caused him? And his wife said... It's all the swinging. <laughs> at which point we all looked at one another and went, whoa. Okay. <laughs> so, quite a lot of information. And um, his wife went very red mm. and then said, I meant the golf. <laughs> <laughs> so that was quite a good recovery, actually. Yes. So I popped down to the allotment at the weekend for the first mm. time in a good few weeks. Partly because of my back being a bit dodgy. dodgy. And the weather. We've had about four weeks of non-stop rain Mm. i think and whenever i have thought oh i have popped down there it's been pouring with rain which does make me a little bit of a lightweight to be honest but um,
0: (laughs) not a hardcore gardener
1: no no and well there's another reason for this it's not only to do with the fact that it's all a bit soggy where you're trying to grow stuff is that the area for parking cars i've got the car stuck on there twice now because it, it just it just gets so soggy they put some wood chip and stuff down which sort of helps but I'm always a bit nervous to be mm. honest because it's the entranceway to the water treatment place you can't park on the road because they've got big containers going uh. in and out. so you have to park there or you know, a couple of minute walk away which you could do so anyway so I arrived there and it was very green yes there like was an awful loss of of weeding to be done mm. But the rhubarb seems to be doing all right. There was a couple of flowers which are not so good, so I've whipped those off. Oh, you're and, not meant uh, to have flowers. L- no, you know you're not. And also the garlic was smelling nice. If you remember it, uh, old Harry yes. in the summer, it always smells of garlic just there. So th- there was a bit, of a, a bit of an aroma of that. And the red onions as well were mm. looking good. So I'm hoping that it's a good uh, harvest. Yes, I hope so. I've been reading some horror stories this week about onions and um, disease, oh, really? which is so bad you can't use the plot again for fifteen years for onions.
0: Oh, for onions!
1: For, yeah, for oh. onions. Yeah, you can use it for other things, but you, the, you can't what? just can't get rid of it. Well, actually, dig up all the soil thrown away and get new stuff. I suppose. Mm. So, yeah. So hopefully there'll be none of that. So that should be ready very yeah. soon. It should be good. And so. three of my Brussels sprout seedlings that I thought would be devoured yes. by unknown thing they seem to have survived mm. if i can nurture them back are into they still at some the house, of life. Are they they're at the they're still at the house mm. still, they're still at the house so uh, not ready to be transported yet no but i wanted to do it late so that they're ready for christmas but oh, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll see what happens
0: mm. well i have some gardening news oh a little blueberry plant it's gone for three years of berries brilliant Yeah. So they've just started. Uh, there won't be any to eat on Friday, unfortunately, but he is half flowering and half starting to make the shape of the blueberry. Excellent. Which I I learnt a lot getting that plant about blueberries that I didn't know, is that they flower, and then where the like the edge of the spiky bit on the blueberry mm. is where the flower's dropped off.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah,
0: and then the little the little circle at the back is where it's attached to the plant so like the spiky bit is like the leaves of the flower very interesting yeah
1: well i know that
0: so we'll have plenty of blueberries in the new house
1: good and i think we're
0: going to get another one because we really like our blueberry plant
1: yeah i'm surprised you can get away with one to be honest Mm. i thought you needed more than one
0: so are we i feel like it's just super fertile plant
1: maybe a different type where they only have Mm. their self pollinating
0: yeah maybe we do get quite a lot of bees and stuff around, so maybe they should, we've just been super lucky that we've had bees pollinating it
1: without us Possibly. even realising. Possibly. Although some of them are pollinated by wind rather than
0: oh, yeah. insects. It's quite windy around here too. Sweet, so.
1: Yeah, sweet corn I think is.
0: Yeah.
1: More wind, because you have to have them close enough together, Yeah, they? They, they catch...
0: But I'll tell you what, we bought ours a few, it would have been a few months ago when we got it just before it started to flower. And they're obviously all together at the garden centre. And I think that helps because they're all pollinating each other just before they're about to start flowering.
1: But you've had that one three years, haven't you?
0: Yeah. Sorry. So, yeah. So now it's self-pollinating itself. But to start with when we got it.
1: Okay.
0: It was in a big bunch of mm, other ones. Maybe. maybe. Can, can it last that three years?
1: I don't know, I don't think so But uh, <laughs> I, my knowledge of green things is very limited As as demonstrated by the uh, produce that comes out of a small allotment <laughs> It's
0: more of a fun thing than a uh, accuracy thing yeah, Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I
1: mean, if we're trying to be self-sufficient, we would not survive very <laughs> long.
0: <laughs> I'd live off blueberries for well, two months every year
1: <laughs> Well, unless it was bindweed and nettles Although nettles are supposed to be very good for you if you boil yeah. them down Yeah a lot of people so in the ball lived of off that net, not they? Nettle soup. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'd be a bit wary about drinking it. But... So, have you got a top tip for us? I
0: do. It's is it a lippy
1: tip. brain top it tip? It is a
0: lippy brain oh, top tip. Oh, they're the best ones. It's, and it's not about moving either.
1: Oh, thank goodness it's for about that. about
0: the sun. Well, it's not about Ooh. the sun. But I was having this conversation with someone the other day, and obviously it's getting a lot hotter, and uh, people are asking other people that they know, obviously, because of... Kind of put sun cream on them So my top tip Is if you ever get asked To put sun cream on someone Make sure you draw a funny shape in it
1: Oh that's an evil top tip <laughs> It's a
0: good top tip though It doesn't have to be big It can just be something little on the shoulder It's good fun
1: It has to be said When it comes to sun cream we, The four of us went away Three years ago to Greece And uh, wife of Grumpy and I Had a week on our own Which was hmm. idyllic and then you two turned up. Yeah, Charlotte turns up with a urine infection
0: that almost turned into a kidney infection.
1: Well, that was one degree away from going to hospital. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, in Greece, you can buy antibiotics over the counter, so yeah. that that resolved that one. But you both put sun cream on, and it looked like a three-year-old had done it. Quite frankly, <laughs> you put a bit in your hand and gone splat over part of your body. So you had what you had a bit that was whitish. And then a whole load that was reddish on the first day.
0: <laughs> my main uh, issue was I then I did the aqua aerobics and I forgot to reapply after the aqua aerobics. I,
1: well, I don't think it was that because of the shape of it. I you just didn't put it on properly in the first place. <laughs> and I don't know what it is. When your children are with you, they revert back to three-year-olds.
0: Yes, they do. <laughs> There's
1: no doubt about that whatsoever.
0: Because I don't normally burn on holiday. I'm normally quite good when I'm on my own.
1: Yeah. Well, that's but. because you're not expecting us to take responsibility, and we're, we're not responsible parents, you know.
0: <laughs> that was a great holiday.
1: That was good, particularly the all-inclusive cocktail mm. menu.
0: Yes, I'd been there for my 21st birthday, mm. it's a little trip, and then suggested it, and it was. it's an adults-only, that helps as well.
1: Yes, Adults-only.
0: Well, well, you two turned out and yeah, oh, the food we're
1: was Well, adult in age. Yes, <laughs> My facts of the week. Yes. Fact. Fun possibly. Informative definitely. Ooh, okay. So one evening, while rushing for dinner after a long day at the at the laboratory, Constantine mm-hmm. Foulberg, a chemist at John Hopkins, forgot to wash his hands that had traces of benzoic sulfamide on it. Ooh. This compound made his dinner taste sweet. And that's how he discovered the artificial sweetener, saccharin.
0: No way!
1: So many of these discoveries are Completely accidents. Completely
0: accidental.
1: Yeah, penicillin, allegedly post-it notes.
0: God, you wouldn't want to make that mistake with the wrong chemical, though, would you?
1: Well, it does make you wonder how many people have
0: died um, from... met
1: an early demise because they've had an accident.
0: Mm.
1: I always think that about mushrooms, actually, when people eat mushrooms.
0: Yeah, when they go the, scavenging I, for mushrooms and find them and yeah. them and I'm like...
1: Well, you look in the book and it goes, don't eat this, it's poisonous. So, well, somebody must have done it in the past and they've...
0: For them to know, them know that.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, next week... Yeah, we're pre-recording some stuff because you're yeah. going to be too exhausted and chaotic after the house move. I
0: think so. Yeah. So
1: uh, yeah. So next week's podcast will be pre-recorded, mm. and then the week after we'll be able to hear all about the, the adventures of house moving.
0: Oh God, I hope there isn't too many. To be honest, I hope it's a very boring episode and nothing really happened. That would be nice. That would be nice. That would be very nice.
1: That's it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening.
0: You can help spread Lippy and Grumpy's view on life by leaving a review on your favourite podcast platform.
1: If you're not sure how to leave a review, or if you download from Spotify, there's some help at lippyandgrumpy.uk slash review.
0: And if you would like to get in touch, email podcast at lippyandgrumpy.uk.
1: So it's goodbye from me.
0: And goodbye from him. goodbye.
1: Goodbye.